Hello and welcome to episode 157 of the Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin podcast. I am Mark. Buckle up, or I'll walk up and slap you in the face like Will Smith. That was bullshit. That's all I gotta say about that. That was bullshit. Fucking wackadoodles, man. Wackadoodles. Celebrity fucks people up. Oh, here I go. After I said that's all I'm going to say about that. All right. Howdy, everybody. Good day to you. Well, after giving you the 1973 show that you've been clamoring for, I am going back to my original stated goal that I wanted to do two weeks ago, which is showcase March 24th, 19, March 21st, 1975, Seattle, uh, because I realized I haven't I thought I had done this show a lot. I did one for a patron episode, but um, in looking back through my logs, thank you, David. Um, I saw that I haven't done it since like 2017, 2018. And that was just one show right when it first came out, which is actually kind of what brought me out of semi-retirement <laughs> was this the soundboard coming out. So what I have was, was what I thought was originally a matrix of the audience and the soundboard, but it's not. It's a remaster of the soundboard, Deus Ex Machina, by my favorite remasterer, Dario Romero. And it has uh, missing parts from the soundboard are patched with the audience source. I love it. You're going to love it. I mean, it sounds great anyway. Um, I was going to play you. Well, I'm not going to tell you what I was going to play. I'll tell you what I'm going to play. Um, Seattle, great show. Great show. Just like the 19th in Vancouver, great show. It's one of those, um, one of the high watermarks of the 75 tour. And somebody on the Dogs of Doom Discord just this afternoon said that it's um, it's a 75 show with 73 vibes. And it is, which is great. There's a lot of uh, the 73 vibe is still showing through on a lot of 75 shows. But this this one is, there's just something awesome about it. And I'm glad we have it in a soundboard because it's a fantastic show. And uh, if I can find a nice matrix of it, I will come back to it and show more. I still haven't played the Dazed Confused, which if I can't, if I remember right, is one of the longest, if it's not the longest. It was 41 minutes, I think, because I loaded it. But I also... Uh, I also, if I remember correctly, Jimmy's guitar is not in tune, which drives me fucking bonkers. Someday we'll have auto-tune for guitar, and then we'll be able to fix all that shit and make it sound even better. But until then, we just got to trudge along. Oh no, poor us. (laughs) Only listening to this awesome soundboard. Thank you, Dario Romero, for remastering it. I have a couple projects in various stages of uh, planning. One is I want to do something grand to celebrate and highlight the arms tour. Maybe a run of uh, three episodes, two bonuses and a, and a regular podcast just with, a bunch of arms concert stuff because there's a lot. Well, everything's out there. Every show's out there. And um, I have just about all of them. And 
Even Dario Romero has remastered at least one or two, I think. So it would be cool to revisit that for me anyway. I like that stuff. You know, I like that Jimmy between Zeppelin and the firm time when he's climbing out of uh, the abyss and uh, reaching toward the light. In fact, the patron episode I did for the month of March is Jimmy jamming with uh, the band Rocket 88, which is a side project of um, Ian Stewart from the Stones with Charlie Watts on drums and Jack Bruce on bass with a horn section and, at least in this show, Ruby Turner as the singer. And it's from 1984, June 5th, 1984, and it was pretty badass, and it was so better than I recalled to the point where I almost did it as a Heart of Markness episode instead of a patron episode, But I and I still might. But, um, yeah, it goes back to that period. Jimmy Page in 1984 was a, a whirlwind. A whirlwind, which is why I did two back-to-back episodes featuring what he was doing in 84. Because in the same, in one year, he jammed with all the members of Cream. Charlie Watts, Bill Wyman, Ian Stewart. Yes, Stephen Stills. Of course, The Firm. Of course, Roy Harper. And um, it's crazy. He's a very busy boy. And other stuff that I can't recall right now. So I've got that on on the on the horizon, meaning I've thought about doing it, and um, I kind of want to do. I want to revisit Outrider again. Do another show from the Outrider tour, but I I've done a couple of Outrider shows. I don't know. So I'm thinking of Jimmy Page Outrider. I mean, Worcester is the one that I went to and 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 made eye contact with him, and he played dazed with uh, one of our guitar picks that we were throwing up there, either mine or my friend's, and <laughs> it's incredible. So I'm really biased towards, and it's a great show, but um, I don't know, guys. Let me know if there is. Here's the thing. Let me know if there is an over and above. Oh my God. Six twenty one seventy seven level nine nineteen seventy level you have to hear this outrider concert where he's just head and shoulders above every other one if because just in case i'm missing one like holy shit cincinnati was the shit because i think i mean first of all i all the shows that i've heard are good that was a great tour but if there's one where he's fucking on fire i tend to think it's worcester because robert plant was there watching him so he upped his game a notch for sure. But if there is something other than that one, um, let me know and I will get it and explore it and, and feature it. Same goes for the firm. I'm I'm not against doing another firm show. Although I noticed since I did the one firm show, people stopped asking for the firm. See, all you need is one. But if there is a show from the firm, either the Mean Business Tour or the uh, original tour, the 85 or the 86 tour, where Jimmy is just head and shoulders above the rest of the tour and just amazing, or the band is just amazing, please let me know. Or if there's a screaming version of, like, Satisfaction Guaranteed, or they go fucking crazy and closer and just... I'm not going to listen to every extent firm show because 
I'm not a masochist. Um, but I do acknowledge that they're a good band. And I do acknowledge that people like them. And I do acknowledge that I'm sure there were some nights that were really, really amazing. So if you guys know of them, please let me know. Uh, ditto. Well, ditto everything. Oh, you know what? 1972. I need a little help with 1972. Zeppelin. Um, let me know a good show to feature for that. I mean, all, almost all the shows, I can't think of any duds from the 72 tour, although I'm not remarkably familiar with it. But I would like to feature... I'd like to deep dig deeper into 72 as well. So to sum up, if anybody knows of an Outrider show, that's just holy shit amazing and kind of universally acclaimed as holy shit amazing. Um, ditto with The Firm and ditto with Outrider and 1972 Zeppelin. Um, give me some ideas on which direction to steer this ship. I like doing the 75, but for the moment, I've kind of used up everything that I had in my pouch, Zeppelin-wise, and um, I mean, there's more. There's always going to be more, but if someone out there is screaming, you know, Baltimore, Baltimore 72, Baltimore Jack, ah! or something, let me know. I mean, it's got to have decent enough sound to put on the podcast because we don't all have bootleg ears. So it's got to have it's got to have at least decent sound, um, which throws a couple of the shows I'm thinking about immediately. But yeah, let me know. Mark at heartofmarkness.com. Por favor, por favor. Or even if there's, you know what? I'll open up the floor. If there's some show, some show that I haven't already done, that means it's incumbent on you to scroll through and see what I've done. Um, let me know. And don't just be like, Jonesy, dude. Just give me some Jonesy. Mm -mm. Something something specific that I can work with. Poor for. And I would uh, be happy to. And the, the payoff will be, you'll be happy because it's like, hey, he's playing my show. And I'll be happy because I'm playing something that's good that I didn't know about. And the rest of the world will be happy because they're listening to Jimmy Page. See, it's a win-win for the entire cosmos. Can't turn that down, can you? All right. Let's jump into this show. Seattle, March 21st, 1975. One of their longest shows ever, if not their longest. I got to look that up. Look up my old Louis Ray and see what they say about this. But for now, just be happy with, well, not be happy with listening to this. I'm not like chastising. Enjoy listening to the greatest band in the world on one of the greatest nights of their career and arguably their greatest night of the 75 tour. Although people will scream, no, Earl's Court, dude, Earl's Court. Why? Because it's on the DVD? No. Okay. Let us hear, dear friends, dear family. I don't know why I make you guys so argumentative with me. Nobody's ever really been a dick, except maybe twice in however long I've been doing this, five years. Jesus. So I've, it's my own insecurity speaking out. All right, but let's jump into some music because I have wasted officially almost 12 minutes of your time, which is when I finally feel happy and I'm ready to play you some Trampled Underfoot, March 21st, 1975, Dario Romero Remaster Soundboard. <gasps> let's go. Recently down, 
There's a picture on Twitter of uh, Paul McCartney, Sir Paul McCartney, the 80-year-old, or almost 79, definitely, year old Beatle, smoking a joint outside. Now, I happen to find that personally repellent. Joints are for children. I don't know who would smoke one. Plus, they're called pre-rolls now. It's either a joint or a hand-rolled cigarette. But whatever it was. (coughs) Who gives a shit? He's a grown man. He's fucking 80 years old and he's Paul McCartney. If he wants to smoke a joint, surprise, surprise, the boy's been a stoner for... 60 fucking years close enough to it and if it's a cigarette well that's disappointing but it looked like it was home rolled so he probably has primo tobacco and whatever he's 80 he's not chain smoking that trampled underfoot was pretty good that trampled underfoot was pretty good this is a fun show we could do a lot with this. Maybe I'll do a part two. Because, I mean, Dazed and Confused, even even by itself, it, 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 it's, it's, it's magical. Even if Jimmy is out of tune, and it doesn't drive everybody crazy. So maybe I'll do a part two. Let me know. Let me know in the comments if you want a part two. Um, yeah, literally. Comment on SoundCloud. Comment uh, on Twitter. Comment on Facebook. You can also reach me at mark at heartofmarkness.com. As I mentioned earlier, let me know what you think. I'm always around. There's a dude on YouTube that uh, wants to talk to me. He has a project. He wants to do a limited edition podcast run featuring Zeppelin in uh, and all their shows in Montreal. I think that's a great idea. Mark, are you smoking right now? No. You crazy? I'm not an animal. You know me. Jesus, just like Paul McCartney, I would never. I would never. What do we got next? Huh. You know, we're going to play Stairway. Because this is a really great Stairway. And, you know, I'm a sucker for really nice Stairway to Heaven solos. It's a smart song to solo to because it's just A minor, G, F, G, A minor. It's an easy easy progression to solo to because you can stay pentatonic and stay blue uh, bluesy pentatonic but then you could switch into playing in a minor which is easy as fuck and sound like a goddamn genius uh with a flamenco touch i love it i love it it's an easy key easy song well it's not an easy song it's an easy key to solo in and an easy chord progression to solo in, which is why it's 25 or 624, all along the Watchtower. A whole bunch of songs use that use that progression. All right. Stairway to Heaven. Stairway! Dario, you did a beautiful job, yo. Thank you. And uh, again, still March 21st, 1975. Great show, great vibes. And as always, you will be able to find this entire show on heartofmarkness.com where you'll be able to download the entire Dario Romero remastered set 
and clutch it to your chest and rock back and forth and say, what a lucky boy am I, even if you're a female. But what if I... Listen to the song. Enjoy. And the 
Everybody remembers laughter.
a stairway to Seattle, you've been great. Thank you very much. We've really enjoyed ourselves. Thanks a lot. Good night. I agree. This is a fun show. I may do a part two next week just because the vibes (laughs) the vibes are real this is a fun show it's a really fun show and jimmy was doing some cool shit and bonzo was right in sync and mm. plus we haven't heard no quarter they did since i've been loving you at this show and of course there's the 40 minute dazed i don't know let me know if you are pro or con a part two of this or you know just I'm asking for a lot, I realize it. So if you have any feedback of that order, please be kind of specific. Like, don't do more. Like, do more 69 shows. If there's one that I haven't done that is really amazing or has something real amazing, like, dude, you got to hear this immigrant song from Helsinki or something. Um, I'm open to it. Right now, I don't really have anything other than maybe part two of this. I'd really like to do that, I think. Yeah, so unless you tell me not to, I think I'm going to. Wow, I thought I had done this show already, like in depth, because it's fucking great. But no, I was thinking of Vancouver uh, two days before, I think. Anyway, this is rad. You know what else is rad? Something else that's rad. (laughs) My brain completely failed me. I looked over to my brain to hand me the next, the next words to say, and it just kind of looked at me and shrugged, patted its pockets, and was like, I don't know, man, I got nothing. Um, speaking of nothing, you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. I also have a website, Heart of Markness. As I mentioned before, that's where you can find the shows that I cover. Um... <clears throat> I share almost all of them, and I only say almost because I know there were a couple, maybe at the beginning, that I didn't. Or the compilation shows, like the best, you know, what Jimmy Page did in 1984. I'm not going to share, like, all 37,000 sources I used. (laughs) He used six. That's Ron Howard's voiceover. Um, Yeah, heartofmarkness.com. That's where you can get the shows. Facebook. um, I mean, there's a Heart of Markness Facebook group that you can join. It's got a couple hundred people who are all really cool, really nice, really love classic rock, really love Led Zeppelin. And it's a great place. Like if you just, it's just a great place to kind of just dip your toes in the water. 
pop in and check and see if there's anything going on. Um, you can find something crazy cool happens, like another Dogs of Doom release drops or something amazing happens. I usually drop it in Facebook pronto. Um, but if you don't want to, you don't want to. I do not like Facebook. I only use it for my podcast because, wow, has it been socially engineered into a fucking battle zone. <clears throat> crazy, 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 crazy. But everybody knows that. And if you don't know it, then you're part of the crazy. Not necessarily. All right. I've got one more song for you. But first, if you like what I do and you like how I do it and you feel like and can help out in a material way to support the podcast, there are immaterial ways to support the podcast. Like right now, you're supporting it by existing and listening to it. So thank you for that for real. Um, The next step up would be to leave a review on whatever you're listening to. If you're listening to it on SoundCloud, leave a thing on SoundCloud, leave a like. Um, Or if you're listening to it on iTunes or, or, uh, you know, wherever there's podcasts, Spotify, da-da-da-da-da. If you can leave a review, leave a review. It really, really helps out. Raises my spirits because I'm like, yay, people listen. And, uh, you know. It's a good thing to do for everybody's podcast. If you like something, take the time to to like it. Even on YouTube, if you're watching something on YouTube and something tickles your fancy, you're like, "That was great!" Click the like like button. You know, it's it's like it's like putting a penny in a tip jar. By itself, does it really make any difference? No, but cumulatively, yes, it does. <clears throat> Reviews do make a difference. Totally, a like button on YouTube is what I was talking about. Reviews huge for raising relevance. Thank you for that, guys. What else? Ah, yes, I never got to Patreon. Patreon.com slash Heart of Markness. Or you can press the Patreon button on heartofmarkness.com when you're downloading all those free shows that I spend all day breaking my back, digging out of the frozen ground just for you. And you will get... Uh, over a certain tier on Patreon, everybody gets access to my cloud drive, which has all the shows that we've covered, shows we haven't covered, all kinds of shit. It's where I drop a ton of stuff. There's a lot of music in there that hasn't been featured and may never be featured, but it's yours to share with. Don't give it to anybody else. I mean, come on, don't be a dick. But um, nobody has been. That's what all patrons get. But above a certain tier, you get your own podcast every month. And like I said, I just did um, Jimmy Page jamming, or not jamming, sitting in with Jack Bruce, Charlie Watson, Ian Stewart, and Rocket88 at the Alexis Corner benefit. That's cool as shit, in my opinion, um, etc. And plus, you'll also help, you know, when I say materially support the podcast, I mean materially support the podcast. I'm a 54-year-old divorced man. Every little bit helps. <laughs> no, for real. It really does help. It help. You know, you guys already pay for SoundCloud hosting, website hosting, um, the cloud drive hosting, all kinds of shit that's covered. The microphone through which I'm speaking to you was given lovingly by the Ur patron, the very first believer in the podcast, my friend Jeremy. So it, it, it really helps. 
uh, if you want to. If you don't, this podcast is free. I mean, listen to it all you want. Share it. Tell your friends about it. That helps, too. Um, yay, podcast talk. Sorry. It's always awkward doing that stuff, but everybody else does, and I just try and do this as like, well, this is part of the podcast where everybody goes, all right, where's the music? Uh, speaking of music, we're going to close out this 46-minute and change long podcast with Communication Breakdown, which is their encore, and Communication Breakdown goes immediately into Heartbreaker, so there's going to be a bit of an abrupt end. The podcast is just going to be over. No, I'll come back and say bye. I'll come back and say bye. All right, Communication Breakdown. And if you wanted to hear a heartbreaker from this show, download it from heartofmarkness.com or dial back on your podcasts to like episode four or six or something and listen to the... um, Listen to Heartbreaker. I feature it back then. All right. Love you. Communication breakdown.
That was magical, y'all. Yeah, we're going to do more of this show. Exciting. Exciting. All right. Well, also, yeah, you didn't think I'd leave you hanging. I did cut the communication breakdown. But it was just so abrupt and unsatisfying. It's like me. It's like auditory blue balls. So I, I couldn't do it. So I grabbed Heartbreaker and tacked it on there so we could get the full meal deal. And I'm glad I did because it was awesome. Jimmy Page, Jesus Christ. All right. Well, we're coming up on an hour, so good night, nurse. I'll be back this weekend with a podcast. Uh, Classic rock something. I'm home this weekend, so I'll definitely do something. All righty. Be good to yourselves and each other. And, uh, yeah, talk to you soon.